0: go for. It.
1: Hi, I am Sadwater, and this is Sadcast episode 42, and I want to talk about subtlety, and that is it. I don't have a video from YouTube that I'm going to stop and play and talk about and rant about, uh, because, I don't know, I, I actually, I don't really have a method to how I start a rant which is kind of a new thing I'm doing with these podcasts where I don't jump into the questions. I just kind of talk about something. It's just whatever pops into my head. So, uh, you know, sometimes it's a story. Sometimes it's just something on my mind or something that's bothering me. But, uh, or we, I mean, if you want, we could talk about uh, Venezuela and how their tr- their army trucks are literally running protesters over and you know i guess that's real oppression people here complain about you know people judging them but let's talk about that because i i mean not not venezuela <laughs> i don't want to talk about venezuela it's too depressing uh socialism works but but we haven't done it right yet I like that argument a lot. No, subtlety. What does that mean? What does that mean to you? In the, in the Sadwater story, I asked, uh, as an example, do you dye your hair? Why do you like dyeing your hair? Or something like that. I can't, actually can't remember. And then I showed a picture of me with blonde hair, like platinum, basically white hair dyed. And I did it in 2011 which was 8 years ago if i do the math i was 24 which is normal i guess especially because i was a dj in south beach florida so i had to be cool and then, and that's what you do is you dye your hair maybe get some tattoos which uh, i can talk about that too in a little bit but uh, yeah you got to you know especially with djing because i used to dj it's it look it's a skill and there are good DJs and bad DJs like anything but it's not super impressive. It's not you're not real you're not like a scientist so you you got to you got to do things to make yourself stand out. So you'll dye your hair and you'll get tattoos and whatever. But kids also do that. So I guess there's parallels between DJs and kids. <laughs> when you're a kid, when you're a teenager and I guess since since kids are now exposed to things a little bit a little bit more at an earlier age they'll, they'll the trend is now if people were doing this when they were 17 or 18 to rebel they're doing it when they're 13, 14, 15 also I guess uh, I, I would suspect females do it earlier because they develop into adults quicker than males do so rebellion is normal but it's such a lame way to rebel and it's not subtle it's the same people when, when when you make yourself look weird, you're and, and you and you're you're, you're questioning uh, the reality around yourself that you basically the reality you created around yourself. You know the people who you interact with, or people you kind of see on a day to day basis, or authoritative figures in your life, and then you say, "Why? Why? Don't judge me. What? You know? You know? Yeah, I look weird, but you can't treat me that way. I need respect." Uh, yeah, no, I mean, respect is earned and, uh, you're supposed to be judged. If you're purposefully making yourself look weird, then yeah, it's the normal reaction around you is that you're going to be judged. And no one is ever saying to become a boring person who wears khakis if you're a guy (laughs) and, uh, talks about golf. I think that's just the extreme of plainness so there's I think there's there's different ways of expressing yourself when um when I posed this question in the sad water story people said that no it's exp- you, you dye your hair that's just a way of expressing yourself you're expressing yourself it's not a very sophisticated way to express yourself You use words to express yourself maybe you use music or art or something but dyeing your hair is a lame way to express yourself it's not interesting. It's the same people who use their sexuality as their as their identity. And it's not interesting. Be a little bit more interesting. I think that's kind of my whole point is you gotta be a little bit more interesting. And the dyeing your hair or getting tattoos or whatever, it's temporary. It's temporarily interesting. It's it it's something that will last Top's a week where people will go up to you and be like, "Oh, you dyed your hair purple? That's cool." But then where do, where do you go? Where do you go from there? So you're just gonna have to top yourself, and some people just start getting piercings, and then some people get a tattoo that says "Fuck you, Dad." <laughs> I don't know why, but I always feel like that's really funny. I think it boils down to that, where the rebellion is: your parents are your government, and you have to rebel against them because they are the ones who are controlling your life. But in reality, you don't know how good you have it. You're not out in Venezuela protesting the government uh, because it's a dictator running it, and you have no food, and you have to eat dogs, and then the truck that the the army drives runs you over. You don't have to deal with that. So you have to manufacture the dissent, the reason to dissent, the reason to rebel you have to manufacture that you have to over, overcome something your life is so pampered that you, you i mean you really don't know how good you have it so you, but you deep down know you have to overcome something and and achieve something and how is that possible when your life is set and i and i'm not talking about You don't know what to do with your life in the future with regards to what you're interested in or get a job or family or what school you're going to go to or whatever. No, but your life is set. You've never had to worry about food. You can listen to this podcast on your iPhone or computer or tablet or whatever. You can play video games whenever you want. You can watch the new Avengers movie, which is probably garbage, and you can enjoy it or pretend to. And, uh, yeah, you are set you're too comfortable. And this is something that I I struggle with too. Struggle. It's not a struggle, but it kind of is. We look at bad things and I'm imagine I'm doing air quotes around bad. We look at bad things as um as black or white. Is this good or is this bad? And I think that that way to look at anything is a little bit of a you're kind of messing with your mind doing that because uh, let's just say for example you're left in the wilderness for a couple days and you slowly have to figure out how to make shelter and how to survive and how to get food and uh, how to protect yourself from animals or other people now, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Probably neither. I don't, I, I mean, if you ask anyone on the street, they're gonna be like, oh, that's a bad thing. That's a scary situation. But is it really a bad thing? Because if you can overcome that, then maybe you're prepared for other things in the future, or maybe you won't take your surroundings for granted and uh, the comforts you have for granted. The fact that we can have three meals a day. I don't even think that's natural, but we do it. It's something new. It's a brand new thing. We invented we invented breakfast, lunch, and dinner in the past, let's just say, 200 years. Because things got so much better so recently that we had to invent these new meals. When it was really, maybe you'd have a meal every other day. One meal. And grateful. You were grateful for that. And you thank God for that. I don't, you know, participate in religion or anything, but it seems to me like the more we have, the less grateful we are. And it seems to me like even today in poor countries, people who have fewer things, fewer luxuries, less food, they're more grateful for anything that they have. Thus, they're happier. You have a lot of things, a lot of food, a lot of comfort, and you're less happy because to you that that those things are normal. So every problem you've had in your life has has been remedied before it was even a problem. Hunger solved, shelter solved, um, entertainment solved, and so on. So a lot of the questions I get are, you know, with regards to feminism and and gay people and this and that. And and that's the; those are products of a successful society. When those things are the things that we have to worry about, then you know you're in a successful society because th- that's not even secondary. That's thirdly, fourthly, fifthly because uh, there's way more important things. Sadwater, you don't care about gay people. That's not what I said, and you know it. People and also successful societies love to put words in your mouth. But. Yeah. So back to subtlety. You're not really rebelling, dyeing your hair, getting a tattoo or whatever. Sadwater, you're a hypocrite. You have tattoos. That's true. But mine are good. Um, But also, they're just stupid drawings. I could live with them or without them. I don't care about them they don't define who I am actually the ones I have are kind of hit. if you saw me walking out on the street or working out in the gym you'd never know I had any because uh, I didn't get one on my forearm right away to show people hey I have a tattoo I'm dangerous and I'm cool and will you go out with me please because I can protect you so you know you need to be more subtle in your life. It's like it's like playing poker, which I absolutely have no idea how to do. I don't know how to play poker, but I do know that when you're playing poker, if you have a good hand or a bad hand, you don't tell people that. Which brings to mind, I'm kind of annoyed by by uh, small talk. I've always, I always have been. I hate it, and I hate. Uh, how was your weekend? Well, am I am I gonna say bad? I'm not going to say it was bad. And then if it's good, I have to tell you what I did. I don't want, why do I have to make a list of things I did and tell you that, okay, my my weekend was good. Okay, I went to the movies and then I went to dinner and then I met up with my brother and then I did this. Like, okay, so me making you a list, is this a real conversation? Is is it going to make your life a little better? Be a little bit more subtle. Also, I hate commercials. (laughs) Commercials are not subtle. Uh, They need to get your attention, and no one watches TV anymore. The only reason I'm talking about that is because something that's been in my head for the past three days is the Domino's Pizza commercial where the CEO of Domino's says, uh, hey, if you guys buy any pizza from anywhere and you take a picture of it on our app, we're going to give you 10 points that goes towards a free pizza from Domino's Pizza. And then so it goes to people burning homemade pizza uh no not homemade but um de pizza in their kitchen. What about this pizza? And the the CEO of Domino says, Yeah, that's good. And then some guy has a fancy pizza. What about this pizza? Yeah, that's good. And then the New York guy goes, what about New York pizza? And they goes the guy goes, Yeah, that's good. And then right after New York, right next to the New York guy is the Chicago guy. And he has to he has to interrupt the New York guy because that's literally how it is in every commercial with anything that has a New York style of something and then a Chicago style of something and then the Chicago guy says What about a deep dish? A deep dish pizza. I can't do an accent, but it's the attitude. And I'm sorry if I blasted your eardrums right there, but I'm just trying to prove a point, which is that commercial has been stuck in my head for three days, and I wanted to tell you about it in this whole opening rant where it just doesn't make sense, but I somehow made it fit because I'm a genius. And how do you become a genius? By not caring about what piece of clothing you have or Nike shoe you have or uh, if you dye your hair, or get tattoos or get piercings or say, F you, the police or F you, I'm not going to conform, the man and just read more books and become more interesting because that's the only way to do it, right? I don't know. But uh, also... You know, in some of the questions, um, let me just uh, let me just sift through this. Oh, okay, so uh, some people actually like that picture I posted. Someone said, can you dye your hair, please? Because I posted that picture of me with blonde hair. The thing is, is that um, I can make anything like that look good. <laughs> because I'm just that talented. So it's not like the blonde hair made me any better looking or worse looking it's just it's confidence guys right i don't know oh yeah i wanted to talk about that too sorry that uh it's a big point of of my um my rant someone maybe maybe it's even wait one second damn i'm just uh Oh yeah, hair dye is a form of expression, lol. No, it's not like I said, it's not. I can dye my hair if I want. I mean, it's on my body, not yours. The fuck is it going to do? Poison you? I mean, she. Well, um yeah, that's 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 again that's the kind of the rebellion that I I was talking about. That was a, that was someone's question to me, which wasn't really a question, it was just someone being angry. Again, it's normal to be rebellious. It's actually healthy to be rebellious, especially when you're young. When you're young, it's um it's it's important because you're the strongest in your life. Literally, physically you're the strongest. So you're supposed to rebel and push back um you know about uh, against forms of tyranny, which was more of a thing if you're not in the United States. And if you know anywhere in the world, I mean if you go to Venezuela right now it's the young people who are going to revolt it's not going to be the old people so you you know if you're a guy you're full of testosterone you're going to use that it's normal to use that in first world countries we use it in nice things you know controlled environments like sports and martial arts and and uh, boxing or whatever but uh, you know it, before it wasn't used for that it was used to fight wars <laughs> So this person's war seems to be um F you it's a way to express myself. No, it's not. You think that's how it is because that's what people say nowadays, but it's not that. You're so you're so protected that you think that that is a way for you to express yourself. Uh dyeing your hair is f- For marketing, example, Austin Knight from the band Waterparks. He's famous, so it's not a good example. But uh, let me go back to the thing I wanted to talk about in my main point. So someone messaged me. One second, I'm reading it. Right, I actually, I'm going to read this whole thing and then I'm going to read my response and then I'm going to get to my point. And this actually goes into my uh, rant about subtlety. So this is from a person, I'm not going to say who. Sadwater, all jokes aside, what are your opinions on online dating? Even if one of the people moved to the other person's state, my response was, if it becomes real, then fine. But meeting online ignores natural receptors, filters, instincts, et cetera, and is good for cowards in the sense that it rewards people who don't have the guts to go up to someone in person and ask them out or see if there's any chemistry to begin with, not fully against it, but you know. So then the person responded, Thank you for your opinion, Sadwater, and yes, I am a coward, but that's just because I'm awkward and ugly, but you know it all works out. It's kind of like Tinder. I said, my response was, uh, ugly you can't change much But you can with how you dress And put yourself together You can eventually learn how to exude confidence Which is very attractive I know for a fact that that person I was Talking to is a female So this actually For for females and males is different For females um, You could be a 3 Out of 10 You can be a 3 And you can bump your way up to a 5 or 6 How do you do that? You lose weight You dress nice, and you wear makeup. And I'm not talking about caking it on or anything, but I'm saying that there's things to put yourself together. All of those things will make you confident. Working out especially will make you confident. And you can use that to to better yourself, which will then make you confident, and then which will make, you know, you'll have guys literally throwing themselves at you. You want to know why? Because if you're healthy and confident and look good, I'm not saying hot. I'm just saying you just as a result of those things look good. Um, Guys aren't that picky. Um, And Instagram and all these things has made it seem like we are because we look at all the hot girls there. And then you think that's what we want, which I mean, yeah, we do, but they're not going to get those guys. (laughs) I mean, there's not they're not going to get those girls. They know their place. That's why there's a system. The 1 to 10, there's a system. No, but but seriously, um, guys really don't care. Like it, it, like when girls obsess over their, their fingers being uh, painted a certain color or the extended eyelashes or things like that, guys don't care about that. Guys care about health. Like is the girl too skinny? Is she too fat? Those things aren't healthy. That's not good. Deep down, we know that that's off. That's not good. Uh, because if we wanna make babies with you, we know you'll you'll know that I mean we'll know deep down that, that that the baby is gonna die in there, probably. Um but yeah, so if you're female, that's that's the way to do it. If you're a guy, obviously work out stopping fat and lazy. I mean being lazy is fine once in a while, but don't be fat. And uh the best thing you can do is over the years cultivate a sense of humor. Become funny, some people will never be funny, and it's something you're kind of born with. Maybe it's the environment you grew up with, or did you have brothers and sisters? Are your parents to get still together? Are they funny? Are, they, are your brothers and sisters funny? Do you get into funny situations? Things like that? But that's not really the point. The point is, um, you know, even just a sense of humor it shows it shows that you're smart. Stupid people don't have a good sense of humor for the most part. They'll get offended by things pretty quickly, which shows that you don't have one. And and those things will make you more attractive. And that's it. Also don't dress like a little kid. Don't wear Mickey Mouse shirts, don't don't wear Marvel comics things. And uh, you know, be a, be a little bit of a man. Do something do so. do one thing that makes you uh hard. Not in the sexual way. You know. Get in a fight club. I rewatched that movie. <laughs> I rewatched Fight Club. Uh, and it's really good. And um it's probably more relevant today than it was in the nineties. If you want to read the book, I guess do that. But watch the movie. Watch Fight Club. I want to know what you think. Maybe I'll talk about that next week. But that's the opening rant. Should we get to the questions? Fine. All right. I just discovered the sad cast, even though I've been following for a few months. I'm a fan. I like it. But I feel like everyone asks lame, generic questions, racism, sexism, etc. So my question for you is, if you wanted an issue to get the same light that the hot topics get today, um... One that's been kind of swept under the rug, what would it be and why? And then, how often do you change towels? I never use the same towel after I shower because I think it's gross, but people say it's weird. Um, That's a weird pivot you just did. Also, I don't know if you've seen it, but I have a sad fact I wrote and put out probably a month ago that said uh, you don't need to wash your towels because you use them after you're clean in the shower. So... Yeah. I change it every week or no, twice a week. Yeah, twice a week. And I have three towels, I think. Um, but back to your question, it's not necessarily like there's a specific topic that's been swept under the rug. I remember a time, let's just say 2012, when you can talk about something with someone else like uh, health care and how you can have a debate about healthcare, and you can say why you think universal health care is bad and it won't work, and it just makes government bigger, and then the other person will be like, no, I disagree, I think it's good, it's a human right, blah, 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 and I'll be like, no, you're dumb, that's not a human right, the only human right is just leave me alone. Whatever. My point is, is a normal debate. Before people thought the way to debate was calling you a racist, or a sexist, or a homophobe, or a transphobe, or an Islamophobe, or any kind of phobe, they thought, that uh you know now that's the way to debate that's not the way to debate that's not the way to have a conversation and you'll never see the other person's side by by talking to each other like that it's really actually disrespectful and it's 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 something new and it's something social media like twitter and facebook created it created that kind of divisive environment where you'll just treat people as if they were evil for having a completely different opinion. So it's not necessarily like a topic that's been swept under a rug that I miss, but it's more that I I I um I remember a time when you can have just an argument with someone or a little debate with someone and it wouldn't become a big deal. So so I kind of wish we went back to that. And I agree with you. Those topics of racism, sexism, blah, 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 they're really boring already. its They're not intellectual conversations, although people who talk about those things think that they are. Next question from Ben Westlake. Assuming there is an eternal afterlife, either heaven or hell, what is the point of earthly life? Why would we do anything here or care about anything that happens here if we have an everlasting life after. Also, with this in mind, why would humans be afraid of death? Well, um, Ben, it's a theory. And as much as we like to inject the afterlife into our religions and legends and things like that, uh, deep down we know it's a theory. And deep down, we're gambling. I mean, we, we, we all end up in the same place, meaning We all know we all die, right? We don't know what's after. So it's a gamble. So I think just in case, since we know that this is real or whatever real is to us, I mean, whatever. (laughs) It's weird because I've done things like ayahuasca or even I sometimes wake up while I'm sleeping in REM mode where your body, it's as if you were high. Uh, the chemicals in your brain. When you wake up during REM, the deepest sleep you're in, and you 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 open your eyes and you feel like you're basically you can't move because of sleep paralysis because you're not supposed to move while you're dreaming. You you're kind of in a you're kind of in a hallucinatory state. Is that a word? You you're hallucinating, but maybe you're not. Uh, I always I, I lately I've been kind of feeling like you're just when you when you go into deep sleep, it's kind of like what would happen when you die. You you're 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 kind of peeking behind a curtain and seeing an alternate, not even an alternate reality, but a different dimension. I mean, we only see in the third dimension. So it could be that when we die, we go to just a different dimension. And maybe the point of this dimension is to experience reality in this realm and learn from it, or um, I guess grow as an eternal being. I don't know. And we use things like religion as a way to comprehend or theorize about those things, about the afterlife or anything like that. And since we know that this is real, or at least we think we do, what would be the point of living a pointless life? again cuz we're gambling maybe this is the only thing wouldn't you want to make the best out of it i think i did a good job on that i'm so smart next question uh, okay i have a question for your sadcast. what are your thoughts on marriage and do you think it's an outdated tradition no i think it's it's i think i think it's a everlasting tradition i i think that it's something that i um I think I revere more and more the older I get. I think that if even if you're a product of a horrible marriage, meaning your parents just divorced, they hate each other, whatever, your existence basically hinged on the the you know, the outcome or no, the the them getting married. So you can't hate on it, I guess, unless you hate your life. But I don't think it's an outdated thing. I think that we're living in, in such stupid times where everyone wants to burn everything down and rail against the system and rail against religion and rail against traditional traditional values and all of those things. I think now is the time where we have to re- respect those things even more because they're technic- they're basically under attack. And you benefited off of those things. You're here. If Unless you were um, an accidental baby. Unplanned baby. Maybe you are and your parents didn't tell you. That's sad. But I think that these things need to be protected more and more. And I think that they need to be championed more and more. And I think that they will. I think Gen Z... Is realizing that. I think that they've seen what millennials have been preaching. Which is uh, basically what the boomers have been preaching. Which is do what feels good. Nothing matters. Which is so stupid. Because that's not a way to live. We didn't live that way. We didn't live with do what feels good. Because that wasn't the thing. It We lived like this. How are we going to survive today? Let's do that. Do what feels good is a sensory thing. And you what you're seeing with people is sensory overload. If you're constantly comfortable, how do you know what it is? How do you know that you are? You're going to slowly hate it. And you're going to be destructive. You never earned it. You have to earn it. Next question. What's your opinions on GMOs, on future generations, and why did you switch... To using all caps instead of old regular format you used to have. I like all caps, okay, Grant? And that has nothing to do with the beginning of your question. People change. I went from normal caps to all caps, okay? GMOs. I don't know. I think that for the most part, they're good. I think that that with everything, there's bad. And I think that sometimes... Their companies that are irresponsible maybe they add something extra to it but at the heart of it maybe at the beginning of it, maybe when GMOs first came out that's when it was good but then you know companies have to just keep changing and changing and changing and they don't with really quickly maybe going cheaper and cheaper and cheaper with what the GMO is what's in the GMO and then they don't really know what the what the outcome of that is and we're all just lab rats. And people are kind of asking themselves, hey, why are men losing testosterone really quickly? Why are, why are men not as, po- why is their sperm not as potent as it used to be? It's a big problem right now. A lot of people think it's GMOs. A lot of people think it's the plastic. You know, we drink out of plastic and all those things. I say it's soy, it's feelings, and it's uh, not working out. And fast food. Let's blame it on those things. Next question. Oh, someone said dyeing your hair is dope because it looks good. Because it's cool. Looking unapproachable is okay because maybe you have a disease and you shouldn't be approached. Uh, That's a pretty... That's not... No, you're dumb. Why did my friend spoil Endgame? Because Endgame is dumb. How to deal with family violence? All I wrote in my notes was nine one one. If anyone's ever doing anything violent in your family, if your father father's hitting your mother, if your mother is hitting your father, if your father is hitting your brother or whatever, you call the cops. You film it on your phone if you can, and call the cops. Good question coming up right now. Tips on getting out of the friend zone. Ignore. Stop being friends. If you're in the if you like a girl or you like a guy or whatever but I can only really speak for if you like a girl and you want to get out of the friend zone stop inviting her to things stop trying to do make plans with them because all you're doing is you're you're you're, make, you're you're creating a false hope in your head saying to yourself oh if if we hang out uh if we just hang out if we go to the carnival or whatever uh she's going to like me because we're going to go on the on the ferris wheel and i've seen in a movie when the characters go on a ferris wheel and then it kind of stops at the top because the guy at the bottom controlling the ferris wheel doesn't know how to do it all of a sudden and he's like hey well, i don't know what this button does and he presses it and then it breaks the ferris wheel so you're stuck up there for three hours you're going to think to yourself now's my chance to make a move but then you don't make a move because you're still in the friend zone and you don't know how to get out of the friend zone and that's why you're there in the first place it's not going to work that plan's not going to work it's a dumb plan the way to get out of the friend zone is stop inviting her to the carnival. Stop inviting her to things and uh, stop replying to her texts. Maybe maybe take a day or so to reply to her text. Don't be a complete asshole. Um, don't ignore her in the hallways if you go to the same school or something. But stop inviting her to places and she's going to she's going to think to herself. Hey, uh, Jackson. I'm going to use that name as an example. Man, well, He changed. Does he not like me anymore? Does he not care about me? And then she's going to start thinking, what did I do? And then she's going to be like, oh, I took him for granted. Or either way, you're just going to move on and find someone else. But uh, don't be the nice guy. That doesn't mean don't be mean and don't be a dick, but don't be the nice guy. Don't don't be so available. Don't be so uh, ready to hang out and all that. Right? Right. Disney buying Pornhub. Well, I had a sad fact that said uh, Disney is buying Pornhub because uh, Disney is buying everything. So it's basically only a matter of time. It's it's not happening today, but it's a matter of time. How long should uh, people wait to give endgame spoilers? Who cares? It's a superhero movie. You know how it's going to end. Some people are going to die but if they're, because there's the too many characters. But at the end of the day, the good guys are going to win. And then they're gonna have new characters, and they're gonna make the same story over and over and over again, and then they gotta go go fight this bad guy in a different galaxy, and he's even stronger than this bad guy. How's he even stronger than that bad guy? It's unfathomable, but he is who cares? It doesn't matter. Am I insecure because my dad left me now that could be a joke question, but you know for someone it's not a joke, and yeah, you probably are insecure because of that um it's 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 very it's 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 very popular in today's culture if you look at movies or tv shows or whatever to to kind of push the dad aside and say hey the dad character is going to be stupid he's not smart he doesn't matter he's throwaway he's homer simpson he's um ted no ted bundy he's al bundy and and married with children he's um he's just comic relief but uh, I guess he also makes the money for the family and he um, pays the bills and all that. But that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. So, so it's kind of in fashion to hate dads. But yeah, no, it's they're very important. And uh, you might be inse- if that's a tr- you know a real question you're asking me, you might be insecure because your dad left you. And uh, I don't know what to tell you. Google it? No, that's not good advice. <laughs> um, reach out to him, maybe, and be like, hey, Dad, you left me. You hurt me. You ruined my life up till now, but it changes today. And I am in control of my life. I hate you. Don't come to me when you're older and when you're dying and when it's easy for you to um, try to reconcile things Because you know you're dying, so uh, you feel like you can fix things in the last hour of your life. I don't know. Maybe don't do that. Also, will you ever shave your beard off again? Um, Yes. It's not just going to keep growing. Do you have a wife or a girlfriend? Um, I'm going to say yes, because... Even if I don't, I got to show that I do because I have to show that I'm cool and that I'm capable and that I practice what I preach. So I'm going to say yes. Yes, I do. But also I'm going to say yes because I have to just prove to you I'm cool. So you don't know which one it is, but yeah. Will you let people pay for autographs? I don't know. Uh, Venmo, I guess. I don't know. I'll, and then I'll mail it to you if you really want an autograph. And then I'll I'll just charge you $200. bucks. i will give you a discount. 200 bucks. Next question. Also, if people think dyeing their hair is attractive, then they are beta males. You can't deny that. I agree with you, Grant. Stop doing porn. Stop looking at porn. It's bad, Grant. Come on. Um, if you okay, so some people are talking about the opening rant. If you're supposed to be confident in the skin you are in, why not in the hair you're in? Because it's different, um, unless tattoos, skin, and hair. Hair is something that people can change really easily to show how rebellious they are without really taking any risks. Um, also, I have a message from Will.MagnerFitness. Fitness. He's a good guy, I know him. He says, uh, just tell them that sugar causes all diseases and mental illnesses. I just did for you, Will. He's not a doctor, but I do believe him. What are your opinions on puns? Uh, they're not so punny. <laughs> Remind me tad cricket sounds in there. Why are gay people so angry? Because they're gay. Next question. I don't want to answer that one fully. Making friends. I get I get making friends a lot. And uh, I think, honestly, the best way to make friends is by um, finding one you like in school, finding out where he lives, looking through his garbage, and seeing, oh, he likes Colgate. I'll the toothpaste. I'll go I'll go tomorrow and tell him, hey, I like Colgate too. No, don't do any of that. Play sports. Honestly, I think that if you if you play sports, um you're automatically making friends with people. Uh so it's something like playing sports or doing some sort of activity where other people are needed is the best way. Now the worst way is um taking that advice and saying, oh, I can play video games and we'll connect headphones and blah, blah, blah. Uh, no, that's like dating someone online. Don't do that. That's garbage. You're a dumb person. Don't do that. <laughs> okay, thank you. Bulletproof backpacks. Opinions? Um, no, but maybe teachers should have guns, I guess. I don't know. Opinions on video games. Uh, it's something... People, I guess, ask me because that's literally all they experience in life. That's all that they uh, do. They play video games, so they're like, "Oh, I'll talk. I'll ask him about video games because uh, I don't read books and I don't do anything. So, video games—that's what's interesting to me. I'll ask him that. He'll love that. No, I won't. I hate video games. I think they're dumb. Uh, I think that they cause more problems than they help. I think that some people are right. Yeah, maybe that they do help with reflexes and with I don't strategy and blah 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 and all that. Uh I kind of think that's a cop out. I don't really buy it. And uh maybe maybe people should make studies on it because I know for a fact that they're making you dumb. And uh what what's worse than that is that your social skills are garbage as a result of playing too many video games. Incest as a topic. Incest. Um, death penalty is my answer. Death penalty. How do you regain motivation for something once you have lost it? What? For something once you have lost it. How do you you regain motivation for something once you have lost it? Um, Maybe it's time to move on. Maybe it wasn't the thing that you should have been doing to begin with. And maybe you should find something else. But um, also stepping away for a little bit. Even if it's for a day. Um, If you're really good at drawing and then the next day you're like, man, I suck, I don't know how to do this, I don't care, I don't know what to draw or whatever, take a week off from it or something. I think really it's just um, maybe maybe try to find out the polar opposite of that and do that as a hobby and it would kind of be a refresher and then you can go back to it if you really truly love it. Another thing people ask about a lot is psychedelics. They're good for you. Research and talk about them. I think they're good for specific people. I think it's good for people who have heavy depression, not kids, though, for people who are, you know, let's just say mid-20s and up, and I think that maybe they're also really good for people with uh, PTSD, for soldiers or for people, rape victims or things like that, people like that, but um, I don't think that they're for everyone. They're for me. Uh next question. The paranormal as a topic. My response is no. Next question. I don't even know what sadcast is. Sounds boring though. Thanks for that. Um my feelings are not hurt at all, not one bit. Sad question, how can I learn to accept my failure? Please help, it's urgent. If it's urgent, uh I guess DM me. Because I record this a day after you send it, and then you're probably going to, if any, if you even do hear it, you'll probably hear it tomorrow or the next day. So I can't help if it's urgent, but how can I learn to accept my failure? Um, I think you just did by knowing you failed, but also failure isn't bad. It's a way to get better at things. Imagine doing something horribly and thinking you're doing a good job at it and never getting better at it. You're just failing every, every day, but you don't, you don't even know. I think that's worse. I think that's a bigger failure. So recognizing that you failed is the first step, but um you know, you you learn from that. So it's not really about learning to accept failure. I mean, cuz you did. You already know you did. You asked me that question. Um Grant Dunks asks three questions, really stupid questions. But I will read them for you. You should start the podcast off by spoiling the entire plot of Endgame. I didn't see it, so I can't. And also, I don't care. And question, what's your opinions on the practice of psychiatry and its effects on us? I have no opinions on it. I think that people rely on therapy a little bit too much. Especially in Los Angeles. I think that that's already annoying. Also, why don't you like creatine powder? Because I'm not a 14-year-old boy. Another question from B. B Westlake, Ben Westlake. He goes, I'm moving to a new state. How do I make friends easily? Hey, that's like that last question. Sports, go join a team. Honestly, that's literally the best way, especially you're a guy. Final three questions. They're probably not very good. Actually, they're not good. One of them is not even a question. Grant Dunks asks or says, Don't smoke the cigarette, boys. They will give you er erectile dysfunction. And I said, Grant, go make your own podcast. What's the best weed? My response to that is, you're gay. (laughs) And the last question of Sadcast episode 42, which I actually forgot to mention, 42 is the answer to the ultimate question, the, the, the meaning of everything. Life and everything and the meaning of the universe and everything is 42, so... That's a special occasion we're celebrating. Sadcast episode 42. And the last question of this is, should Israel be considered a legal state? My answer is it is and yes. So shut your mouth. Weird trolley question. That is Sadcast episode 42. I am Sadwater. Here's a song. I love you. Bye.
0: I go out at night and paint the stars. I go out.